Welcome to the Wood Podcast, the lo-fi skateboard podcast where we talk about where we're from, what we ride, and why we still skate. Brought to you by Foundry and Helsick Skateboards. All right, welcome to the Wood Podcast. My name is John Miller. This is a show all about just your local rippers at the park. No pros, no hype and just skateboarding and just stoke. Today I'm at the San Marcos Skate Park. It's July 10th, is it? Yeah, 2022. Close enough. Yeah, and I got a local ripper here with me. And uh, on Instagram, his name's Chap. Chap, what, 70, 73? Chap yeah. 73. What's your real name? Josh Chapel. Josh Chapel. I see him quite often up here at San Marcos. And he's always ripping, and he's got a couple kids that also rip as well. And, uh, yeah, man, I thought he'd be good to, to be on here. So tell me a little bit, when did you start skateboarding? Uh, probably when I was about, closer. probably when I was about 11, Southern Louisiana, my dad got me on board and, uh, it was big back then, early eighties, you know, never looked back, man. Southern Louisiana. Yeah. Lafayette, Louisiana. Oh shit. You must know Dave Watney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was on the show a couple episodes uh, back. He's a little bit younger than me. So uh, I actually didn't know him. I moved to Austin when I was 16. Oh, okay. And, uh, he's a cousin of a good friend of mine, Otis. Otis Poussin. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I met Dave. But yeah, we're from the same place. Right know on, a lot of man. the same people. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder you skate, man. <laughs> I hear Lafayette, Louisiana had, and well, Dave was telling me that it's like this weird little place that had this incredible skate scene. Yeah, man. And a couple pros came out of there. I mean, it was really who, intense. Who, he was telling me a couple names. Uh, Charlie Thomas. Yeah. As a kid, Ryan Shop, we could have gone pro, but uh, he just stopped skating. Yeah. Um, Sal Barbier was a Baton Rouge skater, but he spent a lot of time in Lafayette. Oh, he skated for the so local good. shop. He went pro. Okay. Uh, yeah, man, a lot of good skaters out of there. Did you skate with those guys? A little bit. Uh, I was never really a part of the scene. Yeah. You know, the, the shop scene, I was never made to feel too welcome at that local shop. <laughs> we were like the the punk skaters, I the guess. The outcast. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the shopkeeper would call us the hardcore skaters. <laughs> <laughs> the hardcore skaters. That's cool, man. So, yeah. So, did you skate more ramps or ditch or ditches? Yeah. Shitty ramps. Yeah. Uh, street, for what it was worth in the 80s. Yeah. You know, that's it. They uh, have a backyard ramp scene in Lafayette? A little bit. Yeah. There were there were a couple vert ramps. There were several smaller, uh, you know, six, what was a mini ramp back then with six footers, you know. Six so footers? There's a few of those. But Metal coping or PVC coping? Both. <laughs> both. Yeah. yeah, man. So what was your first setup? What was uh, that like? It was a Kryptonics Dragon Stick. Uh, it had uh, trackers on it. And uh, I don't remember the wheels. But, yeah. But then after that, I started riding Powell because Powell was real big back then. Yeah, the bones were but good. But my first board, my dad had to go to Houston to buy it. He worked in Houston a lot. And uh, there was no shops in Louisiana uh, that we knew of. Yeah. So he bought it at... Uh, Ron John Surf Shop. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I grew up in Houston as well. So, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, man. So how long you lived out here? I've been in Texas since I was 16. So 33 years. Yeah. yeah. You're kind of living out in the country, right? Yeah. Out by Wimberley. Yeah. We've got uh, some acreage out there. Yeah. Do you build any ramps out there? Or We've had several ramps. Yeah. None are in existence anymore, but we, yeah, definitely my, since my kids skate, we've always yeah. had shit out there to skate and, uh, we got a little concrete quarter now, but. Oh, cool. I want to build a bowl, a concrete bowl, but yeah. who doesn't? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a few of those concrete bowl projects around here. Uh, you know, like uh, cat palace and stuff like that. Yeah, man. Do you ever skate any of those spots? Cat palace for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I met Jesse, uh, at jaws, probably 
12 years ago when they first built it. I don't know when it was, 10, 12 years ago. Jaws. Oh, uh, that, New Braunfels. New Braunfels yeah. Park, yeah. And uh, made, you know, became friends with him quickly. So, yeah, I go to Cat Palace. Yeah. And uh, good place. Yeah. It's hard to skate, though. It, I've never skated there. Yeah. <laughs> It'll make you feel like a, a newbie for sure. <laughs> so what what is uh, your favorite spots to skate? Probably here, just by proximity, yeah. uh, San Marcos, you know, um, Sea Fan Ditch out here yeah. is a lot of fun. Did you skate with any other San Marcos locals? Um, all the younger guys here, yeah. you know, I've known for since they were kids. Yeah. yeah. And then my son and stuff. But I mean, I skate with everybody. I yeah. try to make friends with everybody. Well, yeah, you do skate with everybody. I see you out here skating with everybody. I just didn't know if you had your like your local go to. Nah, dude, yeah. I show up by myself. Hopefully my kids will meet me, but not always. Yeah. But, so how's that? How's that skating with your kids? Great. Yeah. yeah, my son started when he was six, and uh, he passed me up at about 10 <laughs> and never looked back. And, yeah, uh, man. I saw him transferring over the spine, not just the spine part, but like the flat part with yeah, concrete yeah. in the middle. Well, it's we've essentially spent every weekend together since he was six, Yeah, you know, skating. Yeah. And uh, that's priceless, you know. So, so was skateboarding kind of uh like an outcast thing when you were growing up oh for sure yeah dude we were we were labeled as uh you know outcasts is putting it nicely yeah you know <laughs> why did we were called gay or everything just Total to be a skateboarder. yeah and beat up all the time and then uh until we got older and got some size yeah. you know but, <laughs> yeah it was tough especially in the area i come up with it, it was uh it was not an easy thing to do to be a skateboarder. Yeah, it was a little rougher in southern Louisiana. Yeah, it was tough, but uh, you know we had a we had a real good scene. Yeah. And, uh, what about else? your son? Do you think that uh, he's go through some of that, or he's nah, like no man, he yeah. he doesn't have to. Do it. I think it's different yeah. now. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's way more widely accepted, and and being that you have these parks yeah. everywhere, you know, it's yeah. like you gotta you got a support group. There's hundred people out here sometimes. Yeah. Do you think it's better that there's parks now and that it's Definitely. not such a, you know, because back then you really had to like skateboarding to. to yeah, I think it's better uh, for the purity of the sport to be an outcast and not, you know, not have the commercials and the Nike contracts and all that shit going on. But uh, it's nice having the parks, you know, yeah. so it's a double edged sword. That's true, too. Yeah, but we wouldn't have all this stuff to skate if, it, you know, the money wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. I see you're riding a Dwayne Peters. Is that what that is? Yeah, a friend of mine gave me that. Uh, yeah. uh, Nate Miller. They called him Michael Miller, too, but he died maybe a year ago. Okay. A little less. Yeah. But he was, I called him Skateboard Santa Claus because every time I Santa saw Claus. him, he'd give me, he gave me this whole setup different times, you know, the really? wheels, the trucks, the board, everything but the bearings. And he's a local skater out here? He's from Austin, lived in Corpus for a while, and uh, he would come here almost every Sunday or Saturday. Yeah. And uh, he was my age, probably right around 50, and uh, died in a car wreck. But ah, damn. He lived fast, so it wasn't a big surprise, but he yeah. was a great dude. Yeah. Well, you know, some of the best dudes live real fast. So. Yeah, I know, especially in our circles. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> right about that. Um, so as far as the top three skateboard influences for your, your your life, I guess, who would you say? Oh, God, I don't know, man. I don't really live like that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, you seem kind of like a lone wolf. Yeah. my Well, I mean, as an adult, my son, you know, just keeping up with him has been my biggest influence. I know you're probably looking for some 
No, somebody no. everybody knows, but no, no, it can be just somebody um, only you know, or yeah, a pro, or a local this, head, or you know, whatever. Dude, I grew up in Lafayette. He was probably three years older than me. Named Heath Copes. His brothers Jason Copes. They both rippers, but Heath was my biggest influence. Yeah, he was just a local ripper, you know, skating ditches and stuff. But I always tried to emulate his style. I couldn't come close because he's way better than I ever was. But yeah, if I tried to emulate anybody, it would be him. Just being as a young kid and him being older, you know. And a ripper. Yeah. Well, you got a real fast charging style. Um, you know, if you fall, you're going to roll out and just like meat pack the concrete in a way. You too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we're both kind of like that. Uh, you know, some people like the more tech style. Um, what draws you to the way you skate? Uh it's just momentum. The only way I land anything is it going fast enough, yeah. you know, kind of close your eyes and hold your breath. <laughs> I got no skill. It's just hold, holding on for dear life. So yeah, just eight seconds of rodeo time. That's right. Exactly, <laughs> dude. Just stay, try to stay upright as long as you can. Yeah. And so, it, so you build a lot of stuff too. I see, you know, following you on Instagram and I see all these structures you build and stuff. Uh, do you think that, uh, it has so many bearing on, you know, from your skateboarding life and uh, the physicality of it, you know, yeah. I lo that's my favorite part of it as well, working for myself. But, um, yeah, and you get to be creative and you, you know, do things on your own terms and all of that kind of relates to skateboarding. But, yeah. uh, the physicality of it, I think, I don't know, it's either making me old or keeping me young, but uh, yeah. I wouldn't trade it. Okay. Yeah. You don't seem like you, uh, are you into like the punk rock skateboarding music scene or do you, you know, do a little you bit, yeah. I, I've never been a scene, scenester, but uh, yeah. I always listen to, you know, for lack of a better word, skate punk or whatever, yeah. you know, the, the stereotypical <laughs> playlist you might hear from yeah. any 40 plus year old skateboarder. Yeah. You know, the and 80s, hip, yeah. yeah. Circle jerks, RKO. Yeah. And I know, like hip hop. Weird, yeah. I mean, I'm just a, a cliche really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are the top three boards you've ever ridden? Uh, or maybe their favorite setup you've ever ridden. I don't yeah. know. Again, uh, it's just like whatever I ride. But uh, my favorite deck, I think, was the Tom Knox Everslick. Tom Knox Everslick. Yeah, huh? I had three in a row. So that's the only board I ever had three in a row. And okay. Well, shapes or graphics? Uh, the size was right, and I don't even remember the shape. But uh, <laughs> just uh, it was uh, 80s, and I was a, you know, 80s quote unquote street skater. So it's yeah. just uh, the ever slick for sliding stuff you're not supposed to slide. It was a lot of fun. <laughs>